Welcome to the Sassy Biker Sister Podcast. I'm your hostess, Erin Bailey. We will be hearing from some amazing lady bikers around the United States and beyond. Whether you have ridden, hope to ride soon, or currently ride motorcycles, front, back, or sidecar, this podcast is a can't miss. We will share some of the best roads, destinations, tips, and laughs as we chat with our Sassy Biker Sisters. Hello, Sassy Biker Sisters. Today, we're going to hear from a life insurance agent, credit repair specialist, mother of five, and grandmother of two, all wrapped up in one Sassy Biker. Please welcome Tiffany Chocolate Tyler. Thank you for joining. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So tell me about your bike. I love my bike. Um... So my bike, uh, I call my bike Mr. Biggs because when I got the bike um, back in, I've had my bike for three years now, and I got it in January. And my friend told me that day I went to go get it. It was January the 3rd. He said, let's go get you a new bike. And I'm like, hmm? Because I was on a crotch rocket. And I was like, a new bike? I hadn't even thought about a new bike. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm down to go look at a bike, not intentionally thinking I'm going to get a bike. So I go to the place, and this is my place of employment now, Raging Bull Harley-Davidson in Durham, North Carolina. Um, And I'm looking, and I've always wanted a street glide. And I was like, we're on the internet looking as I'm riding there, and I was like, I want this bike, this bike, I want this bike. And when I got there, they had all the bikes outside. And when I got up to the bike, I was like, oh, my God, I hate this bike. It don't look right. And he was like, oh, just sit on the bike. So um, I sat on the bike. It had uh, decals on it. And whomever had the bike, they took them off. And it was American flags. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, um, I'm not going to be able to hold this bike up. This bike is too big. So, um the salesman came and he was like, uh, you want this bike? They called me Chocolate because that's my bike name. And I was like, mm-hmm. He was like, well, what you going to do? I was like, I don't know. This bike is huge. I cannot even hold this bike. Up. He was like, yes, you can, girl. You're a rider. So, da-da-da-da. Long story short, did the paperwork, came back, and didn't have to put anything down on the bike. I was like, I want the bike. I want it at my house this Saturday. He was like, you're not going to ride it home? I was like, no way am I going to ride this bike home. I can't hold it up. So, um, the guy delivered the bike on Saturday and I was like, I'm sitting in my driveway and I'm looking at it. I'm walking around and I'm shaking my head. Like, what have I done? And I sit on it and I'm like, Oh my God, I cannot even pick this bike up. When am I going to name this bike? You have to name your bike is a must that you name your bike. Um, so I turned it on learning all everything, all the switches and everything that I'm supposed to learn. And I'm like, mm. I started crying because I did not want to trade my ZX-10 in, and they were taking my bike because that's what I did, so I wouldn't have to put money down. So I watched them pull off with my bike, and I um, called the company, and I said, look, I need my bike back, and y'all can come pick this bike up. They was like, well, we've already sold your bike. It went to auction. I'm like, what? So... I went back outside and looked at this huge bike. And I said, what am I going to do with you, Mr. Biggs? And that's how I named my bike. And um, 
the very first day I dropped it, turning into a park, parking space. And I was like, oh, my God, I dropped my bike. And my friend was like, it's okay, it's okay, you're going to drop the bike. You gotta, you're going to drop the bike. And um, some gentleman yelled out to the window. He said, baby, just drop the bike. Nothing is going to happen to it. I said, but I just got it. He said, I don't care, drop it. And um, I dropped it. And my friend helped me pick it up. And I, I was like, I do not want this bike. This is too much for me. So um, I talked to one of my girlfriends that's in a club. And she said, you got to get acquainted with your bike. You got to get on the bike and ride it. You got to get used to it. Ride it, ride it, ride it. Talked to one of my best friends. He's a guy. He said, do not send that bike back. Get on the bike and ride it. My brother, he told me, he said, ride the bike. It's nothing wrong with the bike. You're an awesome female. You got this big-ass bike now. You have to ride it. So I did exactly that. Every day I would spend about two to three hours riding my bike. If it was just up and down the highway, around the corner, um, and I fell in love with my bike. He is the only man that listens to me and don't talk back. So <laughs> that is how he got his name, Mr. Biggs, because it's a big bike. I have a 2014 Street Glide. Now I have a 21-inch wheel on it, 12-inch handlebars. I got pipes on it. I have a Stage 2 kit. And I'm very acquainted with my bike. I'm not afraid of it anymore. I can speak to other females. Um, and it's still some things that I have to work on after three years, like turning curves, cutting corners, not putting my feet down when I'm turning. It's still stuff that you have to learn when you transition over to a cruiser. And it's not easy. So, um yeah, me and Mr. Biggs have a great relationship now, and he understands me, and I understand him. And guess what? He's the boss of me when I'm on him because I have to understand if he tells me to follow, he's going to be my leader. I have to do exactly that. Do I will be on the ground. So um, we don't understand why we have to listen to these bikes. It's not a mentality for us. It's just, oh, get on it, ride it, and enjoy it. Get on it ride it, enjoy it, and listen to your bike. Follow your bike. Don't try to be the leader of your bike because you can't be the leader of your bike, especially if you have a huge bike. And I have a huge bike. My bike weighs over 800 pounds. I'm not picking that bike up. There's a plenty of YouTube channels that tell us women how to pick these bikes up, but I'm not doing that. So, yeah, that's how my bike got his name. And um, I'm not letting that bike go anywhere. Um my first long-distance ride, I rode to Jacksonville, Florida on the bike. And um, the difference between riding a cruise and a crotch rocket, I do not have to stop for gas as much as I had to with a uh, crotch rocket. And I can listen to music and put my bike on cruise control. That is such a joy. Such a joy. I can put my feet up just like I'm in a car, but I still have to steer because it's a bike. It's a motorcycle. But... um. That trip was awesome because I was not tired when I got there. Mm -hmm. I wasn't tired when I got home. I've been to Tennessee on my bike, um, and that was a that was an amazing trip. Yeah, you go through the mountains, and I was actually scared. Were you? Yeah, <laughs> I was scared because I never been through the mountains on a motorcycle, mm -hmm. but it was. A and you can hear your bike roar through those enclosed uh, turns and twists and curves and stuff. So uh, amazing, amazing trip. But uh, that's how my bike got its name, and that's how we got acquainted. He's my best friend now. Um, 
every chance I get, I love to ride them. And I always, always tell females, do not be scared of your bike. Because if you be scared of your bike, guess what's going to happen? You're going to crash. Yeah. That's really good advice to get to know your bike. Yeah. When I give advice, my first one is to trust your bike. And to put the trust into it that it'll make the turn. And then just do the right thing to help it make that make that turn. You have to let your bike be the leader. You are not the leader on your bike. Your mm-hmm. bike or and you are to follow. And that's how smooth it will go. Yeah. Shifting and turning and changing, even getting on and off the bike. You have to let the bike be the leader. Because if not, anything could happen. Tell me about when you first started riding. How did you how did you get your first bike? Um so I was married and um I'm happily divorced. <laughs> um and I told my husband because he had my boys, I have four boys and one girl. And um at the time my son, he was 5 years old and he was riding a dirt bike which was a 125 Honda. And I told my husband, I said, I want to ride that thing. He said, you can't ride it because you don't know how to ride it. I said, well, teach me. So he put four cones in our front yard and he said, get on this, stay in first gear and go in and out of the cones and do it for as long as you can. So I did it. He said, okay, now we're going to go out on the road. I said, I don't want to go out on the road yet because I'm nervous. He was like, no, you know, you got it. So we went out on the road and we lived in a, um, subdivision where you can go around all the way around and just keep going just keep going all the way around passing your house so I did that and I said you know what I want to start um I want to get a license and this was in 08 I started riding in 08 and he said okay do what you want to do um my husband wasn't the best provider um but he gave a lot of good advice. Um, he was on drugs really bad and he stayed in and out of jail. And so I got my license in 2008 and I didn't have a motorcycle and he um, found two motorcycles which were stolen and I didn't know. And he had them in our back shed and um, I would get on them every day and I'd ride them. And 2010, he went to federal penitentiary and I called my sister and I told my sister, I said, um, let's start a riding club. I had no clue about this motorcycle life. She was like, girl, you're crazy. I was like, no, let's do it. So um, got all the paperwork up. The club name was Black Diamonds. I had about 13 members. I had some that could ride and some that couldn't ride. But I had 13 members. I got a phone call. And they told me, they said, your club name is coinciding with another club name in another city. You need to change your name. So I'm like, I need to change my name? Why would I need to change my name? It was two complete different spellings. And I talked to my sister because she was at my VP. And I said, I'm not doing that because we are registered. This other club wasn't registered. So I went down to the Secretary of State and I talked to a good friend of mine. He said, change the name. 
because every time we would go somewhere, we'll find people taking pictures of our rockers. Like, what the world going on? So um, we changed our name. We were Black Diamonds. Changed the name to Blazing Diamonds Motorcycle Club. 2013, we were established. Um, oh, God, we rode, we rode, we rode everywhere. We rode, we rode those crotch rockets, and we rode, and we rode, and had fun. We rode, we supported, we did this. Our charity is Domestic Violence and Behavioral Teens. We uh, donated to all types of places, sent money over to the Philippines when they was having that bad storm. Um, oh, God, we sent money to Texas when they had that bad hurricane. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just donated, did what we were supposed to do. And riding became my passion because it will help me clear my mind. And um, back a little bit, 2010, I started finding myself and not having to live for everybody and knowing the value of me and letting my husband go was the best thing that I could ever done because I was living for him and not living for myself. And they was taking all of my energy and riding it, riding on a motorcycle released a lot of pressure for me opened up my mind, had had me thinking very clearly of what my next steps was going to be. And at that point, I said, okay, I want to help women come out of what they're in because this has helped me. So I formed a a nonprofit organization, and it was called Women Conquering War. And with Women Conquering War, um, we talked about a lot of stuff. It was a lot of women coming together. We talked about divorces, marriages, um, sickness, um, healthy stuff. I had a fitness coach. I had all types because at this time, God gave me a different direction to go. You can get on this motorcycle and ride. I'm helping you free your become free. I need you to help other women become free. So that's what I started doing. I was doing conferences every three months in different states, different cities, going talking to any type of women that needed me. Because that was my my job at that time. It was my assignment. And I understood it. And God told me, he said, this is what I'm going to do. You asked me to start over. I'm taking everything away from you. I became homeless. I lost my car. I lost my job. Me and my kids slept on my niece's floor. I did not lose my motorcycle. I had another assignment. That was the only vehicle I had. So I sat there. I walked around it. And I walked around it. And I'm like, what am I to do now? Because I'm very obedient when it comes to God and he's telling me stuff to do. He said, rebuild. I'm like, rebuild? What am I rebuilding? I couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. So at the time, I met some beautiful women that came in my club. And I'm back at nine members. I'm like, okay, this is my rebuilding. And we got to go to New Orleans. Got to go to Florida um, several times in Florida. We got to go to Virginia. We got to go to New York several times. We got to go to New Jersey to network. And it was it was so exciting because um, we became sponsors for the PRO convention, which that's something that's very big in the motorcycle community. Um, everybody comes together and they teach us knowledge about motorcycling and rules and regulations and you know how to run a club how to master it how to become more um sufficient in, in running a club 
and we've been doing that since uh, 2013. Mm -hmm. I've been a president since 2008, and I would love for somebody to come show me that they can be a president so I can sit back and watch, you know, but (laughs) nobody wants to take that on, and Ah. it's open. Um, and I, we formed a social club. My my motorcycle club started in 2013. Social social club started in 2014. Um, and we do a lot in the community. And I'm proud to say, like, the, I love the motorcycle world. I love to ride. Passion. That's a passion for me. A, a deep passion. Mm-hmm. You can I, tell when you talk I, about it. You can tell. I can talk about motorcycles all day. And when I. <laughs> When I got the job at Raging Bull Harley Davidson, I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, I know nothing about selling a motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) And I became um, the top salesperson. I was the only black female at the location, the only female on the floor. (laughs) And I had so many people that would just wait for me. And I'm like, what in the world? And I met so many people. And it's just, it's, it's wonderful that you can find friends at your place of employment and sell them a Harley Davidson. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I had a guy, he came in like my first week working there. And um, when he came in, he came to buy a t-shirt, just a t-shirt, and I ended up selling my whole motorcycle. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> so I really enjoyed my job. I enjoyed motorcycles and I enjoy talking to people, and if I can put you on a motorcycle, I'm put you. I will put you on a motorcycle. Now, if somebody wants to come see you, where's the dealership located? We are located in Durham, North Carolina, right off the city. Um, it's Raging Bull Harley Davidson, and um, anybody can go there and buy a motorcycle, and they can say that I send them there. Perfect. Yep. We'll put a link to the dealership in the show notes. Absolutely. Yep. Fantastic. What's one word that describes you when you're on the bike? One word, badass. <laughs> good for you. Yeah, I feel really good on my bike whenever I'm riding my bike. And I know that I am the baddest chick out there on that road, on that bike. Because it takes a lot to ride a motorcycle. It does. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot just to think about riding a motorcycle. Yeah, and when you have people follow you, men, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. My brother-in-law and I, we ride a lot together, and um, he tell me, he said, you never tell me no when you, when I ask you to ride. Why should I? I don't care. We, we can ride to the moon and back. <laughs> and that's how I feel. I don't yeah. care about it. So I am planning to four corners this summer and cool. yeah i'm planning to do that this summer that's awesome mm-hmm. the u.s four corners u.s four corners that's what i've been wanting to do i want to do the entire perimeter of the that's u.s cool. we're gonna do it are you yeah you're gonna do it too let's do it yeah I'm ready. <laughs> yep. we're gonna do that um fantastic that this summer actually this july because i'll be in vegas for my birthday that's in August, um, and I just want to fill my summer up, and this is one thing that I want to knock off my bucket list. Start from North Carolina and just head on up north, cross on over, come on down, cross back over. 
it can be done. Yes. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Oh, fun. So you mentioned music and listening to music on the bike. And I think that I saw a video of you riding with listening to music. So what kind of music do you listen to? I listen to all kinds of music. It doesn't matter. I'm not biased when it comes to music, but I really do love jazz. I love R&B. I love some country. Um, I love Chris Stapleton. Um, oh, my God. And I love um, Ed Sheeran. And I have all of their stuff on my bike. So um, this, sometimes I ride with this, and I'll put it in my bag. It's my iPad. Okay. So I my phone and kill my battery on my phone. So um, one thing about having a cruiser, you can you got an option for your MP3 player. And you can download all the music right through a drive and listen to music for hours. And that soothes me. Like, just takes my mind off a lot. A bike ride is way different than a car ride. You can get in your car and still be angry when you get out. When you are on your bike, you can ride for about an hour, and when you get off, you feel so refreshed. So we're looking at taking Sassy Biker Sisters on the road. If we were to come up there, where would you take us? Where would we ride? Um, We would possibly. I like to eat. I like to explore free, uh, new food. Mm-hmm. Um, I love great country restaurants. And um, if you guys would come here, I would take you to Wilmington. It's this place called Casey's. Um, I'm sure everybody would enjoy it. That's one of my bike trips I take often. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great ride. It's about two hours. And you get to eat good food and drink old-fashioned Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm a girl, so I like halt chitlins and pig feet and stuff like that. But they have... <laughs> They have pretty good country food there, other than hog chitlins and pig feet. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with hog, hog chitlins and pig feet. <laughs> I love them. I love them. <laughs> I had another interview about a week ago. She just Her episode just released, and one of her quotes was, um, we ride to eat and we eat to ride. That's right. That's, That's about right. right. <laughs> and you know what? Another thing, too, when you're on your bike and if you go eat some food, you don't be as full as if you're in a car and you be sleepy when it's time to come home. I never, ever in my life be sleepy when I'm on my bike unless I've ridden for a very long time and I'm just absolutely tired. But other than that, I'm never tired when I'm on my bike because you get to see more. You get yeah. to explore more. Like you, you get to see what you don't see when you're in a car. So have you been to any rallies? Um, I've been to... I went to the bike rally in Myrtle Beach. Um, It was a little congested, and I didn't like it. Um, I really don't condone in the rallies that much as I should, but I don't like clutter and people all over top of me. And I like stuff for knowledge and not just to be out hanging it or getting drunk and acting a fool. I like everything that I do in the bike world is for knowledge for me. Now, I like to have fun, too, but don't go overboard with it. Sure. And I went to a roundup that was in South Carolina. That was really nice, but it was wet, muddy, and nasty. It was really nice, though. Um, And they have this one in um, Ocean City, Maryland, every year. It's really nice. And I went to that uh, two years ago. It's really nice. 
it is nice when it's not as congested, a little bit more spread out. You know, Daytona was so focused on Main Street for a long time, and now it's spread out a little bit up to Ormond, the Iron Horse, Destination Daytona, and then down to New Smyrna Beach, and even over to DeLand. Um, oh. There are just so many people that come to Daytona. Yeah. So you have to be really careful. Um, he's in Daytona right now. He said it's so wet and it's just nasty down there. He said it's not like it normally would be. And I told him, I said, well, just make the best of it. You know, nobody was expecting all of this rain. So got to make the best of it or come home. That's it. Yeah. Um, I do plan to go to Sturgis next year. Good. Great. Have you ever been out there? I had a lot of my customers tell me about Sturgis. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. I actually just had an interview um, with Sugar, and she's her episode has come out. And she lives in Pier, which is a little bit further east. But I'm hoping to do a ride out there outside of the Sturgis time, you know, maybe during the summer. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just beautiful out there. But there's places like that all around the U.S. Yeah, there's places. Um, I had got pumped to do the Tale of the Dragon, but I had a lot of people tell me, oh, don't do it on your bike. You're going to drop your bike. It's not safe. Um, and that was on my bucket list, and I haven't even thought about it anymore because I've heard all of the horror stories about it. But maybe, I don't know. You decide to let me know. Just yeah. right around the corner. Is it really? It is. Yeah, it's about an hour away, not even that far, just west of me. They have so many um, trails near you. Um, yeah. I have a map. One of my customers gave me a map. They got the two-headed snake. They got the tail of the dragon. They got the back of the dragon. Um, they have the snake. Oh, my God. They got the uh, cobra. It's like they, all <laughs> they're calling them all sorts of things, aren't they? Yeah, it's all in the area. It's pretty much any road you get on up here. It's just gorgeous. The ride up to Boone is amazing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. We went to um, the Grandfather Mountain. Yeah. And that was really, really nice. Just, I want to see one thing. Though. Yeah. So um, transitioning over from the crotch rocket to the cruiser was a real big um, challenge for me because I could ride my crotch rocket with any type clothing. Right. Right. I've had Mr. Biggs. I don't ride in tennis shoes. I don't ride in leggings. I don't ride in maybe once here and now I'll ride in a short sleeve shirt, but I always make sure that I'm geared up. And I just discovered chaps. I love them. Um, <laughs> keeps all the wind away, but. If you are riding, and this is just my advice, if you are riding just to the store around the corner, gear up, um, because anything could happen. And when I say gear up, make sure your arms are covered, your legs are covered, your ankles are covered, and your feet are covered. I saw a man riding a bike with flip-flops on, and, it, and I'm like, what if you lose your toe? So... My advice to women, please, 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 ride in these big bikes, cover up, wear your boots, make sure you have long sleeves on, because it is safety. Safety is first on these big bikes. We see people, but people don't see us. 
It's true. Very much Very so. True. You have to ride like you're invisible. You have to ride like you're invisible. That's a great statement. And it's so true. It is. So I, I wanted to say that before we end, um, because that's important. Absolutely. Being pretty on a bike, you can be pretty on a bike when you get off. You can be pretty on a bike when you're on it because people admire women riding motorcycles. So I love that. I'm happy to have this opportunity. Um, I don't know how you found me, and I will tell you I thought it was a scam when you sent it to me. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm glad I'm in that group. Um, I'm in several groups, actually, on Facebook. And a lot of stuff is very encouraging to all of us women. And I'm just glad that us women are rocking it out and stepping out of our uh, shell, riding motorcycles, riding across the country, riding from state to state, um, getting the word out to other females that's boosting them up and letting them know that, hey, if I can do it, you can do it, too. I'm just a phone call away. You're my sister. I can come help or I need your help. Help me out. It's all about help, help, help in this community because but if you're riding and if you need help, contact us. We are here to help. We are veterans in riding, and that's what we do. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. I live in Four Oaks. But if you live in Virginia and say, hey, Tiffany, hey, Chocolate, can you come meet me? Because I can't do this on my bike. I will be there because that's my commitment as a president, as a friend, as a sister, as a fellow bike rider. That's what we do. You gave me chills. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's and that's true. That's so true. We're, we're all here. And the groups that we're in are so supportive. And it's really nice to find groups where the women are supportive rather than competitive. Yep. It's okay. And I found you in you that group. You found him like, what in the world? I found you in that group. So there was a post, and this has been a couple of years ago when this podcast just was an idea. And I started screen screenshotting um, different posts that just hit me. And so yours, I'm going to read it. Um, so the picture is you laying on your back with your head kind of towards the fairing. And it, so somebody took a picture. I'm not sure because both your hands are in the picture. But it says, today was a good day. I'm going to say this. It doesn't matter what you ride. The point is that you got out there to ride and did what you were supposed to do. You can have a small bike, medium bike, or a big bike. Hell, you still have to learn how to maneuver it. It shouldn't be a big deal what anyone rides. And to all you ladies that take the initiative to get out and pound, I salute you all. And I love that. Ride your ride. I love it. I love new riders. I love old riders. I love middle riders. It doesn't matter. If you can turn your key on your bike and move it one inch, you are a rider. You are a rider that's willing to learn. But don't be a rider that just has a bike and never started. Don't be a rider when you get out there on the road and you always have an accident because that's telling you you're scared. You need to practice in the driveway. Um, I have a friend. Her name is Lindsay. And um, her and I, we met at my job. She had no clue of how to ride, no motorcycle. But um, her husband had just bought a bike at another location, and I love her kids, and they came to my job. And I was like, Lindsay, when are you going to get a bike? She ended up getting a 1200 that day, and she was like, I just want to go fast. <laughs> she's, she's about this tall. 
And I said, Lindsay, you cannot go fast. Now she has a street ball. And she just went to Daytona last week, her, her husband, and another one of my coworkers. Um, they rode down to Daytona. And she told me, she said, Tiffany, this is the best thing I could have ever done. That's and awesome. I love to hear that. Because if you have a passion, let your passion out. It doesn't matter what the passion is. Let it out. Don't let it fear you. You don't fear it. Accomplish it. Beat it. And that's what you got to do. Because we can't just, one day we're going to die. And you're going to die with something that you wanted to do. And it's going to be too late. Yeah. Yeah. So do everything you want to do. Do it how you want to do it and do it when you want to do it. And no matter what nobody say, you can always do what you want to do. And I made a post on Facebook yesterday about that same thing. No, actually, it was this morning. I made a Facebook post this morning because I'm not only a bike rider, I'm an, an insurance agent, life insurance agent. I'm a credit repair specialist. I'm a mother of five, a grandmother of two. And I just want to do what I want to do. And I'm going to do it. So that's just it. You got to do what you want to do on your time. Stop giving your time to everybody else. And that's what I had to learn. I love that. Yep. Tiffany, thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you, Erin. Awesome. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to check the show notes for more information, websites, and coupon codes. If you have questions or suggestions, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram or Facebook at Sassy Biker Sisters. Until next time, stay safe and stay sassy.